Welcome to the Kaleidoscope with Allison Keys. This is a podcast from CBS News, and I am your host. Every week, we discuss issues including race. On Thursday, President Biden announced a new plan called Uniting for Ukraine, a streamlined program to bring Ukrainians fleeing the Russian invasion to the U.S. He has promised to welcome up to 100,000. A new program to enable Ukrainians seeking refuge to come directly from Europe to the United States. This new humanitarian parole program will complement the existing legal pathways available to Ukrainians, including immigrant visas and refugee processing. But some activists think Haitian refugees should be getting similar treatment as they flee dangerous conditions in their nation. The U.S. Coast Guard has intercepted more than 3,000 Haitians at sea since October 1st, heading to Florida in overcrowded, sketchy boats to get away from killings, kidnappings, and political turmoil nearly a year after the president there was assassinated. Haitian-American community activist Marlene Bastia, head of the Family Action Network movement, tells us most will be deported and sent home and what they need is help. She wants all deportations to Haiti to stop. That conversation after this short break. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Thousands of Haitian refugees have risked their lives boarding rickety boats to make it to the USA as a result of the high level of political instability, grave human rights abuses in Haiti. Haiti has been going through one of the worst crises in recent history. Even the the president of, of the country was recently assassinated and then no one has been has yet to be held accountable. No one is safe. No one is protected. Many believe that Haitians leave Haiti because the country is poor, because they lack resources, they don't have access to the basic necessities. However, when we look at the migration uh, map, the migration flow of Haitian refugees, it always increases at times of high level of political instability. That's the way it's always happened. There's no doubt about it. And that's what's happening right now. Men, women, and children had to flee their homes to leave under tents because they are killed, maimed, trampled, arrested, and women and girls specifically have, have fared worse because at times of high level of instability, women and girls usually fare worse. And in the case of Haiti, we've seen it. We see it. Even young girls, as, even little girls as young as five uh, are targeted for collective rape. This, this is a situation that is getting worse 
And it is a result of years of neglect, years of the U.S. and our so-called friends neglecting the voices of the people, ignoring the voices of the people, and supporting incompetent and corrupt leaders who have denied and neglected uh, the Haitian people. We're speaking as President Biden is announcing a sponsorship program, a streamlined program to help Ukrainian citizens get into the U.S. What do you think about the difference between the way they are being treated and the way Haitians trying to come to the U.S. are being treated? The people of Ukraine are going through war, just like Haiti is going through war. It's a different type of war, but Haiti is going through war. So it is understanding, it is understandable that President Biden and his administration uh, develop a program to support Ukrainian refugees. The Biden administration is doing the right thing by developing a program to act to welcome Ukrainian refugees. However, we believe that there is a double standard in the treatment of Black Haitian refugees because when you look at what's going on in Haiti right now, you know that this is a country at war, except that uh, uh, Haitians have been armed and most of the heavy weaponry have been coming through the U.S. Then they've been they've been armed and then to, they've been killing, you know, their own uh, brothers and sisters. You're talking about the gangs, right? We're talking about the gangs and the state because... Not only that, there are gangs that are that 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 are heavily armed, wreaking havoc in the lives of Haitians, but the state, the the, the state is also conducting its own repression, targeting opponents, targeting journalists, targeting even regular folks. No one is safe in Haiti right now. No one is protected. And there is no elected uh, uh, government. They've been ruling by decree. And then despite the fact that Haitian civil society have organized themselves uh, to develop a solution to the crisis, the U.S. has completely ignored it. And they've decided against the will of the Haitian people to support uh, the de facto uh, minister, Ariel Henry. And he is continuing the same abuses, the same human rights abuses that his predecessor uh, was implementing in Haiti. And you think one of the reasons the U.S. is doing this is because we're talking about Black people here. Well, there is, a, uh, historically, there's been a double standard in the treatment of black and brown refugees in the U.S. And our position at Family Action Network Movement is, if there is a policy, uh, an immigration policy, and we all agree that our immigration policy is, 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 uh, is a failing, and it needs to be, to be uh, changed, right? If there is an immigration policy, it has to be implemented equally across the board. 
it is our bedrock belief that there is a double standard in the treatment of black and brown Haitian refugees, and race is at the roots of it. There is no if or but about it. How then can we explain the fact that the Biden administration recently approved Haiti for temporary protected status on the premise that the country is too dangerous for Haitians who've been living in the U.S. for an average of 7 to 30 years to return there. So if that is a fact, why has the Biden administration deported over 20,000 black and brown Haitian refugees to Haiti from September 2021 to now, including newborns? There is no other explanation than racism. Racism is at the roots of it. And then that is why we are raising our collective voices. And then we hope that America will join us in asking the Biden administration to stop all deportations to Haiti right now and to stop all deportations to Haiti, to heed the calls of the civil society, which includes the the business sector, the the faith leaders, the business leaders, for the first time in years, they've they've united their strength to develop a plan to come out of the crisis. We are asking the State Department and the Biden administration to heed their calls and, and, and then support this effort, this collective effort on the island nation to come out of the crisis. There cannot be another solution but a Haitian solution to the crisis. We are asking the Biden administration to stop this illegal deportation using Title 42 to deport the Black Haitian refugees in completely denial of their basic rights of due process because by law, as you know, the U.S. is obligated to afford these refugees the rights of due process to give them a chance to state their case in a court of law. Because we have signed, as a nation, we have signed national and international conventions against torture that preclude us to return people to a land where their lives might be in danger. And there is no if or but about it, because even in the State Department's website, it advises Americans not to set foot in Haiti and that those who are there should come back to the U.S. because it is too dangerous for them to remain. So if it is too dangerous for Americans to remain in Haiti, then why is it okay for the Biden administration to deport men or women and even newborns to the, to the, to the country? So the U.S. is in actually is in essence, the U.S. is in essence in violations of its own law of international laws when it deports refugees to a nation where their lives, you know, are in danger. That was Marlene Bastia, head of the Family Action Network movement. Thanks so much for joining us. And also thanks to Ashley Armstrong for her production assistance. Like what you hear? Come on back for more. There will be new episodes of Kaleidoscope with Allison Keys every Friday. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast, and leave a rating or review. 
Thanks for listening. I'm Allison Keyes, CBS News. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.